there, this is Adrian from the I Am Unbreakable podcast. I've been getting some amazing questions. I am going to be doing an Instagram live very, very soon. I have probably about 300 questions to go through and they are so amazing. I just wanted to address a few. Number one question that I get asked is, what is your best advice when I'm being rejected or door slammed in my face or any kind of rejection, any kind of no. And this is the biggest thing that has fueled me throughout my entire career, regardless of what I did and actually my entire life. Rejection really is redirection. So if somebody says no to you, it is not your path. It is not your door. And so if you can adopt that train of thought, that to me is worth its weight in gold throughout your entire life for personal relationships as well. And as hard as the no's and the rejection might be, understand that that feeling is just that, a feeling, and it will pass. But the redirection is where you can have some excitement and say, okay, fine, so that wasn't for me, so what is? Looking back at my path to owning a private investigation agency, I would have to say that the first signal for me was living through the disappearance of one of our family friend's sons. Uh, it was in Etobicoke, there was no cell phones, there was nothing uh, in comparison to what we have today. But watching the family, the friends, the community uh, go through what they went through, coming together, and the investigative work that was done uh, through our local police was really second to none. And I guess many you know, decades later, I realized that that was something that was very near and dear to my heart. It is still considered an open case and uh, there has been no resolution um, to that particular case. But knowing the support that the community and uh, the friends and family gave uh, mom and dad and uh, the family in that situation really stuck with me in my formative years. And I always knew that my passion was uh, being a healer, helping others, and going through that situation definitely uh, molded who I was today and who I am today. And I would say that that's a big part of it. And also helping others in their time of crisis and in their time of need is massive for me. It just happened to be through the conduit of private investigation. James wrote me an amazing, beautiful message, and it is a story of loss, it is a story of courage, and it is a story of faith. And I will have him on when I do something live. Uh, he wants to know, how do you have faith when it seems like all hope and all faith is gone? My heartfelt, response to him is without faith and you could believe in God in the universe your angels a higher power whatever you believe in you have to keep that faith that there is something bigger than us that is fueling this universe and to remain hopeful and to hold on to your faith when you are going through something as big as what you went through, James, is, is very difficult, but there are so many people and many 
many hundreds and thousands of individuals that have gone through uh, probably similar uh, and possibly worse. But holding on to your faith and um, living in love and light and faith is something that you can always hold on to because it's yours and nobody can take that away from you. Michelle's message is so interesting. She asks why I put so much weight into a gut feeling. Michelle, for me personally, my gut has never led me wrong. There's definitely been times I have not listened to that inner voice. It's something that I think people really need to listen to, pay attention to, learn about and harness. And if you can listen to that voice and the voice is not a negative voice it's the voice that is very quiet it's not fear based it is definitely just a voice that almost whispers something to you and you want to call it a gut feeling women's intuition for men a spidey sense it doesn't matter uh, what label you want to put on it if you can harness your inner voice i feel that people become unbreakable and they will get the answers because your inner voice and all your instincts, when they're speaking to you, there's something to be said. And if you're able to understand and relate to whatever situation's going on and you have that inner voice that's telling you something's very wrong or something is very right, or it's time for a change, it probably is. And you can take a step back. It doesn't mean you need to jump out and jump on it and start moving forward with, you know, packing up your whole entire contents of your home and moving on. It means listen, look around quietly and your answers will come. Pam messages me and asks me, why do you have the struggle as part of the story tattooed on your arm and as part of your business. Well, I'll explain why. So there is struggle in life in every situation that has been difficult. People do struggle and they do get tried. They get tested in different ways and sometimes too often. So to me, the struggle is part of the story. So many people want to forget the difficult times, the tough times, the hard times, I get it. It's not something that you have to live in and you know uh, have as a negative, but the struggle is part of the story and it's part of your story. And I feel that sharing my struggles or struggles of other individuals will help one or 10,000 people. So why not create a positive out of a negative? Great question, Shelley. How do I change my narrative? Well, that's a million dollar answer for sure. But the way that I change my narrative is knowing that, you know, I'm in control of my thoughts. I might not be in control of situations. And most of the time in, in hard times and tough times, you're not. Um, but you're the director of your life. You're the actress or actor of your life. And you get to change the narrative. You get to decide how the story plays out. Clients ask me, how do I get through this? How do I get past 
this obstacle that seems so massive? My typical answer to them is you just do. And it's just about changing the narrative. As easy and simple as that sounds, that really is the answer for most situations and most things that uh, are staring us in the face that are difficult. You know, I always say this to them and give them the example that two people could be watching the exact same movie. One person is in tears, crying and feeling all these sensitive emotions. The other person is buckled over, laughing their head off. Same movie, different narrative. So it really is what story you tell yourself and your belief system. But I think looking at the past and the things that were hard and tough in your life, it's important to look back and remember how that felt. Remember the small and the big things you did to get through them so that you're better prepared when something else hits you up in life and it will hit you up in life at some point because like the good times are here, this too shall pass. The bad times will come, this too shall pass. But remembering the times that were really difficult, that's where the lessons come from and that's where in my opinion, character is built. The retail therapy, definitely one of my favorite types of therapy. Now, I'm not saying for you to go and blow up your credit cards, but if there's something small or big that you have been wanting to purchase for yourself and it's going to get you out of the house and it's going to get you interacting with your sales folks and it's gonna make you feel good at the end of the day, go and do it for yourself, please. But don't put yourself in debt.